This I got. You got a piece of leaves. Just hold on a second. Calm down. Got your thugs out here. You educated gentlemen. What's going on, everybody? On this Friday morning, welcome back to the War Report. As always, I'm your host, Marjani, joined by Cyrus. Uh, that is a welcome to everybody. Unless you uh, encourage or sit back while systematic racism happens. Uh, what's going on? Uh, well, we had the worst day of pro wrestling last week. Well, at least for me. And then, you know, you have like probably the worst week of 2020 happening, uh, currently, uh, just two shitty weeks back to back in two different worlds. Uh, shit sucks, man. (laughs) I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm, I'm trying to really put this into the best words that I can right now. I'm, I'm gonna be completely transparent. A few hours ago, our president tweeted out something about shooting protesters and calling them thugs. This is, this is a podcast that are, is done by two black men. Now, we're gonna go ahead and give you the best wrestling show that we can. This is what we do. We. we I believe that this NXT and AEW podcast is one of the best out there. We work our asses off on it. But I'd be hard-pressed right now to tell you that, like, I really have 100% in my heart talking about wrestling right now. Yeah. It's the the gall of, of this man, okay? Like... I'm so angry that I can't even really put it into words. It's disgusting. And the fact that it keeps on happening and that black lives are not as valued in America and we're seeing it and we keep on seeing it. And the fact that when we say that people shout over us and say all lives matter. Well, what is the, when are the black lives going to factor into the all lives? When, when now? Like, mm-hmm. everybody shares the picture of the knee to the throat, but what are, what are we going to do? Like, you can share pictures, you can meme our pain, you can share the videos and everything like that, but are you going to stand with us when it's time to? Okay? Because right now, like, protests are happening, uh, I just, it's disgusting. Like, the the tweet is disgusting. And this man is a bully. This man, if you look throughout his history, he has a history of racism. And it's not right. It's it's not right. And I'm pretty sure that I'm trying to say what a lot of my friends are saying. Like, a lot of people, like, almost everybody in RNC is a minority. Or a yeah. A black man. You know what I mean? And it's not fair that we can't, we try to do regular. What do you want us to do? You don't want us to kneel? You don't want us to. That's not, that's not okay. That's not a proper way to protest. So, when we, what do you want us to do? Like, you can't do this. Okay, we hear you, but you can't do that. What, what do you want from us then? Okay? Because all we, want to do is live we want we want to live lives and be happy and be prosperous just like everybody else 
but it's just not you know i guess it's not in the car not in the car it's not, <laughs> it's, not it's, it's not right for us like we have to keep on going through this shit like people care about stores more than they care about people okay you could always build more targets you could always build more Walmarts, and I am not condoning burning things down, like burning stores down and stuff, but you could always build more. So there are, it, it's, there are people, there are black men and black women that are not going to be able to go home to their families. There are children right now who are missing a mother or a father because of police brutality and racism. Brianna Taylor, Tamir Rice, Yaman Aubrey's, Alton Sterling's, George Floyd. And I specifically want to say uh, Breonna Taylor because I feel that's been underreported. What are like what more what more can we do? What what more do you want us to do? Now everybody likes to share Martin Luther King quotes. So share this one when he said that riots are the uh, language of the unheard. Share that one. Share to share the letter to the Birmingham jail, not not the kumbaya ones. Yeah, definitely not. That I'm done. I'm off my tangent. I <laughs> I had to get that off my chest before we started because I I'm I'm, I'm uh, and I I see the tweet and I'm seeing all the stuff and just. Uh, you know, well, well said. And I'm just going to add that, you know, just like a lot of stuff that's happening out in the world, that's just, you know, been happening lately. It's really hard to use wrestling, wrestling as escapism of any sort. Um, especially when the world is like getting worse and worse. <laughs> we already have to worry about a virus that, that yeah. is disproportionately killing people of color and poor people all and now we have to go out and protest during that when in a situation where you can't really hang out in groups because you can pass the virus on and now we got to worry about like somebody tweeting uh things out about shooting calling people thugs and shooting people <clears throat> it, this is bs this is disgusting like we black people and people of color have just as right to be here we work just as hard be here just like everybody else this is this is wrong so if you're listening to this right now and there's something that you can do do it help somebody listen first of all listen don't I, I hate when people I don't want to turn this into some, you know, CNN or MSNBC, but I hate when people tell black people how to feel about racism. Don't do that. Listen, do what you can, but, like, you can't sit on the sidelines anymore. People are dying, okay? There's a video, it seems like every two days, about of somebody either getting shot or, or getting killed, okay? Like, I'm done. It did Enough. Enough is enough. Let's start the damn show. <laughs> All right. Uh, you want to talk about double or nothing? Um, let's get into in the trenches first. 
because there was, okay. a, fight, uh, there was a FIFO report about uh, NXT and the fact that not only is Matt Riddle getting called up, but there's going to be more, more call-ups moving to Raw and SmackDown uh, in the near future. So I wanted to ask you, who is on your radar to move? Um, well, without, without a doubt, Matt Riddle, um, as far as, uh, if there's a women competitor that I can think of, me, me and Johnny, uh, me and Jessel were talking about, uh, Candace, uh, not Candace, uh, Tegan, but it looks like she's going to have her thing with, uh, Candace now, which, you know, we kind of called, um, so probably, I think uh, Caden Carter should go up. Okay. Uh, uh, I de- I definitely see like you know probably get away from a lot of the stuff that's going on with the women's division. Like I think it's uh, I think there's a lot of like a lot of moving pieces going on, and I don't know where she exactly fits anymore now that you know Candace has essentially moved past her. Which I found when I, what I found that was odd because uh, Katie Carter kind of like tended to uh, Casey uh, Catanzaro's like wounds, and Candace was like, you know, that's what happens when you like fuck with me or whatever, and then like nothing came from that, you know. Uh, Katie Carter didn't like speak up or like do anything, so I'm just like, maybe move, move her over. Uh, Undisputed era, of course, but within your house, um, we'll just have to, you know see what happens with that but uh, if i had to choose anybody else that wasn't undisputed era um or just like somebody in the males division probably uh like please get him out of here do you think Uh, that any happens like tonight on smackdown uh no so you're thinking Uh, so you're thinking like after uh in your house yeah definitely uh maybe like uh after in your house or like the like raw after that. Okay. Um, I think. Hmm. I was thinking about this. Like, of course, Riddle would. I definitely think that the undisputed era should too. There's nothing like. What more can they do? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Nothing more that they could do in NXT. They've been down there for like three years. And it's time for and... them to move on. <laughs> They dominated the hell out of the uh, the men's division. Like I don't think. Uh, what else can they really do, man? Yeah, Fish and O'Reilly had two long t- tag team title reigns. Adam Cole has the longest uh, NXT Championship title reign. You know, Roderick Strong held the North American title. Like they they fulfilled the prophecy, man. It's time for them to uh, go and liven up SmackDown. I think that I think that Io Shirai should move up. Because definitely, because I don't within your house. I don't really see her winning the title. I and it's sad, but and but NXT always has those thing has those like wrestlers where they build them up so fast and mm-hmm. they just don't win. It's just like what happened with Bianca. Yeah, definitely. Uh... I, I, I don't think they expected, like, Bianca to, like, shine so fast or, like, shine as bright as she did. But um, and I, and I, uh, I think I said it last week. Like, um, 
I don't see anybody taking it as Charlotte's like still there. You know, I don't really see like the women's division really moving uh, in the t- like within the title scene with like Charlotte really there. Like Charlotte is doing a lot of like work with, you know, putting people on, which is just like you know. Once you dig deep, you know, you see that she's, like, putting a lot of women on, like, uh, what she does on Wednesday. Uh, and then what she did with Mia Yim. But, like, ultimately, like, she's doing good, but, like, to a fault, I guess. Uh, and it's just unfortunate for uh, EO, at least. I think, uh, I think she should move, like you, like you just said, Dajakova should move up. Uh, maybe Aaliyah should move up too, because uh, I'm not. I'm not worried about her. Like, well, I mean, like she's <laughs> not not she's a, been not in a, NXT for what five years. Yeah. So like, um, maybe, maybe her. Like, do you do you just want to see it because she's been there so long, or you just want to like you know, <laughs> like why? I mean, like, there's nothing else she could do there. You know what I mean? Like, in NXT, like, she was but getting... What has she line. done in NXT in general? Bad movie? Wait, or, um... Like, uh... Or, uh yeah. Be racist? Or like... Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um... I don't know. Um, like, I, I don't... I, uh, I don't see it for Aaliyah, nor do I really care. Well, she could be, like, I guess the Brooklyn Brawler equivalent to NXT. Where, you know what I mean? Like, you know, Brooklyn Brawler was there just to get squash matches. She could just... I, I, you know, I see her getting called up to SmackDown and then eating a woman's right. <laughs> or, or Dana Brooke. Yeah, like, uh, I just, uh, I, I, don't, I don't think SmackDown benefits or, you know, I don't think SmackDown Raw really benefits from, uh, you know, Aaliyah being on there. I think NXT is a really good platform for her. Uh, all right. Just moving along. Uh, real quick news. Also, uh, Apparently, there's a new video game in the works. This is per Fightful. Like, Virtual Basement is working on a next-gen wrestling game. And this is some of the wrestlers that have signed on to it. So, you got uh, Ken Shamrock, Enzo, uh, formerly known as Enzo Amore, Matt Taven, uh, Matt Sindel, Kenny King, Brian Cage, Kylie Ray, this, Kelly. This already sounds like a game I'm not going to play. <laughs> Uh, Jonathan uh, Jonathan Gresham, uh, Evelise Cheeseburger, Sue Young. Uh, yeah, that's just some of the uh, some <laughs> some of the names. They just grabbed. They just grabbed anybody. Like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah no. <laughs> that like, uh, can you tell me more than just uh, like wrestlers that signed on? Because. Uh, Right now, it's not sounding too good for them. <laughs> okay, well, um, they just okay. So they don't have a, a set target release date. Uh, it's a passion project to them. Uh, this is what they say about the character and design play. Uh, since they're building, we're building our characters from scratch using ZBrush and other digital models. We're not using 3D scan technology as it takes us a little bit longer, anywhere from two to four weeks per character, and on complexity. Uh, they're taking inspiration from various games and playstyles that their fans over the years, but they're looking forward to building on a very strong foundation that is fun and, pol- and polished and can be built and expand upon as they like. So they said, 
a mix of No Mercy, Here Comes the Pain, Dave. Oh, brother. <laughs> SmackDown versus Raw 2011. That's her motion capture. We plan on doing a hybrid of hand animations and mocap depending on the situation. That, that, that's all we here, hearing no mercy made me roll my eyes. Uh, you know, to every everybody's favorite wrestling game. Uh, uh, I don't. That that doesn't sound interesting to me. Everybody loves like, no mercy. I liked it because of their story mode. That story mode was actually pretty good. But like playing no mercy now, like where like the, the polygons, that's really hard uh, to do. There's there's no 2K20 like I don't think there's nobody in their lane right now so like you know go for it um like I I don't think like the WWE battleground is really gonna like capture people uh like the arcade style that you know I, I don't like it doesn't grab me uh personally but yeah man the lane's clear um the only people that you have to really compete with is like uh. Fire Pro and Fire Pro looks like shit. So it'd be cool. Oh man, um, I don't. Good luck to them. I don't know how that's gonna work really, like legally, because you got like Matt Taven and people from well, H. Realistically, H. it's like, how good is your character creator gonna be? Because I'm not playing with Matt Taven <laughs> or uh, Jonathan Gresham. Oh, uh, uh, maybe. Uh, but like, like I like, I want NXT WWE guys or you know like promotions that I you know really love. So if if I can't get a call of those characters, then like I don't care for the game. Like, uh, I love cheeseburger, but like I'm not really trying to play as cheeseburger. Let's get into Double or Nothing 2. Uh, I'm going to ask a couple questions in regards to, regards to this. Do you feel that this Double or Nothing was better than the first one? Yikes. Uh, let me look at the first one. Double or Nothing it's 2019. Got, it's got that Cody and Dustin match on it. It's got uh, Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega. Um, let's, let's see here. Oh, yikes. Bray Baker versus Nyla Rose and Awesome Kong in a fatal four-way. Well, yeah, I already, uh, looking at this card, (laughs) I like it a lot more than most of uh, what was presented uh, on Sunday. Like, uh, Kip Saban versus Sammy Guevara. I remember that being really good. Uh, The uh the six uh the uh the six women tag with uh Karashita, Riho, uh Amy Sakura, you know, basically the the Joshi six <laughs> yeah. the six uh and then uh Young yeah. and Lucha Brothers. Uh all right, so let's move into this. What do you think was the worst match on the double or nothing card to you this year? Uh probably uh MJF versus Jungle Boy because uh I legitimately passed out, and then I was just like, I'll just pick up the pay-per-view later. Uh, And (laughs) shockingly enough, that's when the pay-per-view gets good at the last three matches. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I fell asleep. Okay, 
disclaimer, I was tired, okay? But I fell asleep during the Cody and Lance Archer match and had to go back and watch it again. Um, I, you know, I do remember uh, Cody coming out and, like, you know, and then Archer doing the uh, Everybody Dies where he, like, randomly choke slams a dude and then Mike Tyson's looking mm-hmm. at him like, what the hell? But, like, give me a break because Mike Tyson was even yawning. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I... I personally thought the match was going really well, and then they threw all the bells and whistles at the end, and I was just like, "What are you guys doing?" Everything was like going so well, I and I don't get why I'm, they do that with Cody matches all the time. Like these are they're de- really they're decent and good matches, and then all of a sudden interference and people getting you know what I mean? Like it was just like like I. Like, I thought the match was going relatively well. Cody hasn't bled yet, so, you know, couldn't put that on a bingo card. And then, like, at the last, like, three minutes, Arn Anderson gets kicked out. Uh, you know, like, referee shenanigans. Uh, I guess that could be his own bullet point. Uh, referee shenanigans. And then Jake the Snake also, like, you know, gets ran out of the ring by uh, Mike Tyson you know, it, it's just like a whole bunch of like shit just came together, uh, happened at the end, and it felt like a really rushed finish to me. And I already hate interferences, period. So I was just like, you know, every like I'm taking points off as like to finish is like happening. The thing is, like, what happened with that is Jake looked very goofy. Um, just kind he of looked standing. pussy. Well, well, I mean, he looked goofy, like standing up in the ramp. While, like, Mike Tyson is there, and he's just looking on, and he just sees, like, Cody hit two crossroads on Lance. Like, I it was like, I was like, what is going on here? Uh, them doing, like, the spine buster and the DDT, I think, was kind of cool. Uh, I thought that Cody, his whole thing in AEW up to this point was him losing the big match. Like, him, he always gets on a roll, winning a whole bunch of matches on Dynamite, and then he loses a big match in the uh, mm-hmm. pay-per-view, which is, I, I'm okay with. Like, I'm okay with him winning here. Great. You know what I mean? Uh, the problem, I guess we can get into this match. The problem I had with John Moxley and Brody Lee, if people want to talk about The Fiend getting a title shot way too soon against Seth Rollins, Brody Lee got this title shot way too soon. There was no way. there was no win for him in this situation. I don't care how like great he looked, uh how protected they tried to do him, like now he lost. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you know, people could like sugarcoat it however you like, you know, uh he beat a whole bunch of like he beat a whole bunch of jobbers and then beat one legitimate guy or you know like uh yeah just one legitimate guy and then got a title shot and honestly i think uh they did it for more story purpose cuz he took the uh he took the title away from Moxley and i just think you know if wins and losses matter you don't really have to do the whole thing with him stealing the title and then you know kind of getting his title shot his way by beating up Moxley, uh, that one dynamite. Um, I don't get it. Uh, 
That's two that that's two of your acquisitions that took big losses in the same night. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, all right, like we'll talk about this in a little bit, but like when we get to dynamite, but Brody's not on the show, so yeah, like what do you do of the Dark Order? Like you know what I mean? Like in, in storyline, and if you look at it with Brody losing and like him stealing the belt and like kind of like. Now him losing. Where's Evil Uno? He was the mouthpiece. Where is, you know what I mean? Like, where's that tag team at? Mm-hmm. Because they were undefeated, and now they're gone. And then now Brody Lee, like Brody Lee, losing the big match. Like, if I'm, he's going back to the Dark Order. Like, how are people looking at him as the leader now? You could not bring the title home. <laughs> yeah. So this looks really bad for Brody Lee, and I, I think like. If they would have held off on this just a little bit, then, you know, you can justify, like, him probably, had, like, getting the title at some point, you know? But um, now he's probably just going to be, uh, you know, probably going to go for the TNT championship or something like that, you know, be a mid-card guy. And it's just like, uh, like, I, I... Then what is Lance Archer going to do? I uh, yeah I don't get it you know you got these two big acts you know and then uh, uh, we'll talk about two more acquisitions that AW <laughs> got that, but like what are you gonna do what is Lance at the cost where does Lance Archer go he from here is he well challenge Kobe Cody again because that's not gonna happen because as per the show Jungle Boy is so Lance Archer is gonna fight who Colt Cabana. Well, oh, Chris Jericho would be fighting Cody Cabana. Uh, if we want to even get deeper than that, it's just like, you know, what are they going to do with Lance Archer? It's like, what else they're going to do with the rest of the fucking division? Because they keep getting new people and not working with what they have. Um, you know, we we've gotten like seven new signees and now they're trying to do something uh with jimmy havoc and it's just like honestly there's no really there's really no room for you right now you know uh uh private party best friends butcher and blade dark order Stu grayson and evil uno uh scu like you have all these people Oh, in Jurassic, like, you have all these people in the tag division, and then you sign a new tag team. Well, we kind of and, knew that they were going there. Yeah, yeah, uh, and, and I know that, but it's just like, now, what are you going to do with the rest of them? Have them just job out to the new guys? Because that's know. what they did with, that's what they kind of did with Brody Lee? See, I, I'm thinking, like, I'm watching this pay-per-view, and I'm like, oh, God, they are booking themselves in some corners. Because, um, what are you going to do? Like, what do you do with Brody Lee? Like, you know what? Let's jump into the, the casino ladder match real fast because Brian Cage comes and lays waste to Evan. Poor Darby Allen. I, I hope he's all right because after he did the uh, skateboard spot, he was done. Yeah, he looked like a, uh, honestly, Darby Allen you know, usually looks great when he does, you know, because, uh, like, he kind of puts himself in, like, the underdog, like, just by doing something stupid. Uh, but now, you know, he does something really dumb, and there's, like, no real payoff. 
with it. So now he looks like to me, he looks dumb as hell. You know, he does a skateboard spot, you know, hurts his leg and he's out for the match for a really long time. And then he comes back and then Brian Cage beats his ass. And then, you know, he doesn't like get anything out of it. And this is the thing that like getting, you know, having this guy like a new guy debut and just giving them everything. I think that's a, sometimes that works. Sometimes it really doesn't. Um, And it's just like, Oh, you know, you got to make them look good. You know, as soon as they come in and it's just like, nah, like, you know, over time, you know, people will get more familiar and like, you know, get behind them and stuff like that and that's kind of like where i feel like the win-loss system is still bad you know um i just i mean like brian cage okay he was signed for a while and like that was hinted at until like they kind of shot it down i understand that he was going there uh, mm-hmm. and now i think taz is a good mouthpiece for him a fantastic mouthpiece. Fantastic mouthpiece. Uh, it's just that. All right, is he just gonna get fed to Mox? Like, is is Mox just gonna be another guy? Yeah, what? exactly. You know? Now is just does he win or does he get his ass beat? He can't. Okay, so if you're bringing a Brian Cage in, like he can't just be just get beat up by Mox and then all right, see you. Because that's another guy that, I mean, I know they have the TNT title right now, but your roster is so big with guys that are hovering now that are just kind of hovering to the point where they got to have nine or ten matches on AEW uh, Dark now. Um, that and, and I know they have that third show coming. You ha- your roster is so big. And you're hyping up these guys to be big acquisitions that, like, now it's like, all right, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, to me, it's very res- reminiscent of uh, when Zack Sabre Jr. finally, like, f- signed full-time to New Japan. And then they have him win the, uh, win the uh, New Japan Cup. And they just job- jobbed him out to Okada. And then everybody was just like, oh, he's like, a, you know, a huge star. Uh, everybody was the Okada that <laughs> Yeah. But, like, you know, he's a huge star, but he, like, got, you know, he got pushed way too quick and then got jobbed out by Okada, you know? And it's just like, we're, we're getting a lot of that here. And then, and I feel like WWE gets criticized that for a lot, you know, Raw and SmackDown, where, like, they get a new guy and they don't really do anything with them for a while. Like, you know, uh, Ricochet wasn't really doing shit for like uh, a while, and then they're just like, "Oh, you know, we gonna uh, we gonna shit." You know, it's like a really like it's a super slow build, but like here, it's kind of like go go go, and I think that's to the detriment of themselves because like now guys are just looking less credible. But uh, there's more matches on the show, yeah. <laughs> and I have a lot to say. Well, I mean. Congrats to Hikaru Shida. Yes, definitely the MVP. Uh, I thought that she was the MVP pay-per-view. of the pay-per-view. Yeah, I thought yeah. That she was the MVP of the pay-per-view. She went hard for Nyla Rose. She gave that match her all. I'm happy that she won. 
Uh, she's been the workhorse of that division for two months, other than yeah. Britt. Uh, I, I thought that, like I said, like Nyla losing, you know, like I had a good run. Uh, yeah. But uh, big know, fan of Nyla Rose. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan <laughs> of both. I don't think that's going to be her only title. To, like. I, I, yeah, I definitely not her only title ring. Right. She'll win it. She'll win it again. But like, congrats to Karashita. I thought it was a good match. I was kind of avoiding this, but I know that you want to talk about it. And I, Dustin Rhodes and Sean Spears. Take hey, Amen. I I saw a meme yesterday that was you know it's it, it's the uh it's the Arnold Schwarzenegger handshake, and it's just like jobbing out sean spears and it's uh aew and wwe um i don't know why you would kind of like do this to yourself uh you know having fun like that's cool but i don't know like you you get it you get a paper you get a pay-per-view match and then you kind of get beat dumb like uh and you know you kind of get you make a mockery out of yourself with having uh, Ted Blanchard on your uh, on your draws or whatever, and then uh, I, I I I I just don't get it. Like I think AEW definitely like signed him when everybody was like really asking for it, but then once they like had him, they were just like, what do we do with him? I and I think that's really bad. That was whoever thought that up in creative was that was terrible. Yeah, Sean Spears definitely should have been like, "No, nah, I don't want to do that." If but Sean, you know, if, if Sean Spears said like, "Listen, man, like, no, uh, uh-uh. uh, I wouldn't blame him." This was like, I'm horrible. Like people that know me, you know that I'm all for fun. <laughs> yeah, we'll get you, to that in like the stadium stampede match. Yeah, like, I love a good joke. I like, you know, having fun, telling jokes, being the butt of the joke, that doesn't really bother me at all. But this is not funny. So that's where I kind of have the problem with it. Like, it's very lowbrow, like, grown man in his underwear, haha. And it's just like, come on, I'm 23 years old. Uh, that's not going to make me laugh. And I feel like people that were really rooting for Sean Spears to, like, actually be something in AEW, like, you really, you know, I I would be disappointed. Like you you guys or like you know people fought hard for him to be featured on AEW, and then Cody was just like, oh, he's just a good hand, which you know they use for storyline purposes. But uh, you know, I just think I th- I just really think it's super shitty to like, oh man, like Sean Spears is gonna like do this thing. You know, he's really gonna do his thing in AEW, and then I think he's doing way like way worse stuff than what he was doing on wwe like the funniest thing i could think of is sean spears is fucking his match with bobby Roode in nxt where he he pointed at his ass twerking oh man no i just i think that uh like they brought him in to be a foil to cody and like this mega heel and then they have him do this. Like, if he if he asked for his release, I would not blame that man. Like, go ahead. Like, straight yeah. up, just leave. Like, if you want to leave, cool. Like, uh, 
like, hey, man, if WWE is so bad that you rather be, you know, getting your ass smacked by Dustin, you know, in in what should be your big pay per view match? Well, I mean, I didn't think that. First uh, what? Off, first off, that match was kind of thrown on the card at the last minute, and second, like, yeah, I, I think. He thought he may have thought like going to AEW it would be different, and I guess he found out the hard way that it's not. Uh, to wrap it up, let's talk about Stadium Stampede real fast so we get into the shows. Uh, I thought this was fun, a lot of fun. Yeah, I thought really like, good stuff. This pay per view was really long, by the way. This I was <clears> end up around around twelve uh, midnight, but um. I thought it was really fun. It was the best of their comedy stuff. Like, if, if you're a fan of being mm-hmm. the elite, this was for you. They did all the mat stuff. They went back to the the, the golf cart. Um, Jericho was funny, like, doing, like, with the uh, – they I, like, the football stuff. Like, I, I thought it was yeah. all fun. I think a lot of integration of the football stuff really made me laugh. Uh, I I, th- I thought that stuff was really funny, but uh, I kind of like I was like kind of spoiled, you know, because uh I was tired, but I was on Twitter like I was seeing all the funny spots, and I did laugh when I saw the gifts and stuff. But you know, there's like some there's a lot of like in between, you know, uh the good jokes, <laughs> uh and the I I think the stadium stampede goes uh fairly long, uh it's thirty it is thirty four minutes, and it's kind of cut and it's kind of like cut up so like. They probably had to edit this shit down. Sammy but, uh, Guevara, another MVP. Guy, guys, just got it. I, I, uh, outside of the elite, um, Sammy Guevara is definitely like the MVP of AEW. Like, they're doing a lot of good work with him. Um, you know. Before he signed AEW, all Sammy Guevara was was the dude that got his chest caved in by Walter. <laughs> but like here, uh, they're doing a lot of good stuff with him. Uh, Hangman Page coming back with the horse and then him doing the bar thing. That was great. Uh, okay, wait. So he does the thing with the horse and then he's not seen for like five, ten minutes. <laughs> And I thought that was, like, super weird. And then, you know, you just find out that he's, like, hanging out at the bar. And I didn't I, I didn't really like that. But I think I it think, was a weird cut. I think yeah. Weird cut. But what, what happens after is actually pretty good. <laughs> I, I did like the bar brawl between him and uh, him and Kenny. And what I find is very uh interesting is that hangman doesn't help out the bucks or matt hardy at all in the stadium stampede ah you caught that grasshopper i'm glad that somebody else caught that he did not help them out at all his only involvement was working with kenny Kenny. and and beating up uh jack and if you notice um yeah if you notice on dynamite this week my man left and went back to the hotel (laughs) Yeah, like he he's he's still not with the elite shit. Like he's still trying to distance himself from them, and I think that is uh, I think uh, I think that's very important. You know, you don't want to get too caught up into the uh, into their shadow. You know, so let's, good stuff. Let's get into the shows real fast. AW Dynamite. We got to talk about the, the elephant in the room. 
the revolt, uh, formerly known as the revival, showed up. Uh, they beat up a returning butcher in the blade, and I guess she's like the mutual respect between them and the young bucks. Um, wait, can we talk about the match before it real quick? Where oh, I, oh, I private? Pa- oh, okay, because uh, private party looked awful. Um, hopefully, you know they return to form soon, because I'm I'm very disappointed with uh, the work that they've been putting uh, putting out recently. They've been rusty. They were rusty on yeah. uh, double or nothing, and then they were rusty <laughs> here. So then... rusty on, so rusty, and I was very uh, it made me uh. You know, it, it it made me fairly sad. Like, uh, I, I didn't really expect to turn on them like this. <laughs> well, I think they'll, I mean, they're young, so they'll, they'll get back into it. But, like, let's hope Mark Quinn is okay. Because that match broke down yeah. because it looked like he really hurt his leg. He came down on it and, like, he tried to, like, give it a go. And you saw Cassidy, like, looking at the apron like, are you all right? You know what I mean? So uh-huh. the match broke down and- after that. And then even like you know when Butcher and the Blade came out, uh, he is like limping into the back, like he is really hurt. And I would really hate for him to be taking time off at this point when they're just trying to get their like footing again. I mean, it depends on the se- severity of the injury. There's been a lot of lower leg injuries in AEW yeah. lately, unfortunately. Uh... But yeah, uh, Butcher and Blade return. And, you know, Jesus, the disservice those guys have been given from being MJF's, you know, uh, hired guns to, you know, uh, getting like one solid win and then getting their ass beat ever since. Yeah, I I mean, I don't know. There's going to be probably a Revolt versus Butcher and Blade match, which uh, Butcher and Blade is probably going to job. And then, like, yeah. the, I guess maybe Firefest or down the road, you're going to do the Revolt versus the Young Bucks. That's the money match that everybody wants. Maybe you wait until All Out to do that. I will wait till All Out to do that. That's a big pay-per-view. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, but, yeah, the Revolt are in AEW as predicted by everyone. everybody. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everybody predicted it, but nobody really wanted it. Um I will take that back. I didn't want it. Uh, I definitely wanted to, you know, every, a lot of people saw that NWA was like the move for them. They're not really having shows or whatever. So, you know, chase the bag. Uh, but nah, uh, I, I really wish they would have, um, I really wish they would have went to NWA, man. Uh, they got some really good, uh, like, you know, old school performers back uh, out there and stuff like that. So, NWA needs tag teams. They really do. It would have been cool to see him there, but yeah, guess what? AW, they will be there Wednesday. Hey, man. Yeah, the bag talks, man. Britt Baker, her promo, she is implicating Aubrey Edwards. Uh, Is Aubrey Edwards having a match? I thought it was funny, honestly. Like, I thought it was funny, but, um,. Yeah, having it all come down to, hey, Aubrey Edwards is the reason why I got hurt, and I think that's super silly. Um, it really should have been pointed 
down to a wrestler. I feel like a wrestler should have came out at some point and confronted her because she's saying a lot of people's names and, you know, oh, yeah. keep my name out your mouth. So I'm going to pull up on you. And then nobody does that, you know, you're, you're uh, not even like. You're going to pull up on somebody on a wheelchair. I mean, that kind of. Oh, happens, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, day ago. But, uh, yeah, Britt is going to be missed. I know she's coming back in all out, yeah. but she's going to be missed in that division. Yeah, man. Uh, she, she's, she's been doing really good work on AEW um, ever since her heel turn. Uh, it was kind of like a rocky start, but, you know, I think it, I think it all – it all came together for her in the end. Um, but yeah, it's going to suck that she's going to be gone for some time. Like I, it seems like they're going to try to work with her, even though she is like wheelchair bound in some shape or form. She's probably but um, a lot of like um, promos and stuff and promo work. Cause she's, she's gotten yeah. great at that doing that. Um, so that battle Royal, our dude, Luther, was in it. Uh, unfortunately, he got eliminated first. <laughs> hey, man. If I'm a legend, I'm not getting eliminated first. That's all I got to say. <laughs> uh, it looked like there was a little dissension between MJF and Wardlow because Wardlow hit him with the ring. Are they taking yeah. a break up there? I think they, they uh, I hope not. <laughs> I think uh, I think they I think they do good work together. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think but, it would be way too soon to break them up right now. But yeah. then again, like that means that they're probably going to break them up next week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, the final two: Jungle Boy and Orange Cassidy. Jungle Boy wins. He's he got a big match against Cody coming up soon. Hope maybe I think maybe next week. I don't I don't know. For wait. What do you think about the belt, man? The belt? Uh, so, they said that COVID has, you know, disrupted some of the production of the belt. Um, I'll believe it when I see it. But I think the belt is another, you know, what it, What money do we have left in the couch to make a title belt? <laughs> It looked like tinfoil. I was like, the problem I have with the belt is like the TNT is not centered. It's like in the lower corner, and it looks yeah. like you um, like sharpied it on from afar. As a uh, as a graphic designer, um, that shit not being centered. That shit triggers OCD I didn't know I had. <laughs> um, and I just uh, AEW just can't do belt reveals right like the pay-per-view is on the pay-per-view is on why do you tweet out what the belt looks like don't do that <laughs> don't do like was it so hard to hold off for 30 minutes when their match happens, you know, just why is TNT, uh, why is Tony Khan tweeting a picture? Why is Mike Tyson? Why is the AEW like 
the pay-per-view was on. Just hold off for 30 minutes. And now, you know, all the, like, uh, oh, I closed the tab that had the card on it. But, um, you know, all these matches are happening. And, you know, the TL is just talking about how ugly the title looks. <laughs> yeah. And then Mike Tyson is supposed to present it, but he doesn't even do that. Yeah, he just kind of came out. He doesn't come. He doesn't come out and say, you know, I'm here to reveal the, uh, you know, the TNT Championship, and you know. I see. I, I just heard how you said TNT Championship. <laughs> I just heard how you said it with the. With Did I say it wrong? No, you said it with his accent. <laughs> <laughs> you, you said it with a You definitely did. You, um, yeah. Um, I, like I, I, I just don't get the belt reveal. Like, I know this is like you know this might be a nitpick to a lot of people, but I, I just think it's silly that you couldn't hold off for like ten, twenty minutes and do the actual belt reveal on the show and make the Lance Archer match, you know, seem you know a little more important. Like, you know, maybe the title's not that you know the best looking, but they're fighting for it. So I would like for it to be revealed before the match starts, and at least pay Mike Tyson to present it. As a photographer, that kind of got on it, it. Got on my nerves that like the first picture that we saw, it wasn't even centered. You couldn't see it all the way. I know it's not done, but it's just like. It was to like it was angled. We were like, "What is this?" Like it wasn't even a clear shot. It, it was like, "Dude, like, pay a photographer to do that." I know you got you. I know you got a couple. Get him out in front and take a picture. And then put yeah, because uh, the, like, the the picture that they had with Mike Tyson holding the title. Why? Why would you post that? Um, and he's not even like holding the title, like where you can like very like clearly see it. Um, similar to when Brett pulled it out and they just did a quick camera cut while everybody, oh God, that title reveal was so bad. (laughs) Like what is so hard about just having like, Hey, look at it, you know, just having it under a like veil or some shit and then having the camera all up on it. Like when Kofi Kingston won the championship and then, you know, <laughs> they they just brought out like a brand new title, but it's like the old title uh, for him and you get a really good clear shot of it. Yeah. It's just I... how you present things, man. So we don't roast it. I mean, we're probably yeah. gonna roast it either way. Oh no, it looks it looks bad regardless. But I think if when the uh, when the red and gold version comes, it's gonna look really good. Because right now it looks like uh, it looks like the tag team belts. Yeah, it looks like you're uh, the WWE ta- uh, Raw tag team belts. A creative player belt, and you didn't get all the you didn't get all the unlockables yet. Uh, yeah. Closing out, <laughs> closing out. Uh, we got a uh, Tyson and Jericho recreating the. Tyson and Stone Cold Steve Austin push thing that didn't work and, and this one didn't really work that well. <laughs> hey man. <laughs> let, let, let me just quote uh my favorite quote of this whole promo. <laughs> Jericho, you got your thugs with you. Mike Tyson, no thugs, we educated gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> that shit had me dying when I was watching it. Uh watching it uh late night on that wednesday and i know a lot of people uh i was talking to like some other people uh like somebody was just like oh i cut on uh i cut on to AEW and i saw mike tyson that shit was kind of weird um 
I would say like the reason why I liked it so much because the undis- uh, I was about to say undisputed era, uh, the inner circle stuff that happened before the Mike Tyson segment is bad. Well, like not, not bad, but I would say like uh, it hits a lot of corny spots. Like it's it's twenty twenty doing Tim's doing. Tw- uh, doing Tim's and chopped cheese jokes, New York uh, in 2020. Like that's not uh, that is is not funny to me anymore. Yo, dude, um, I'm not even gonna lie. Like them Tim's look fugazi. Like, I was yeah, like, what type of, definitely, what type of definitely the food, definitely the fugazi Tim's, and he was just like, you know, uh, and Jake Hager ain't gonna be wearing no Tim's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jake Hager is probably uh, gonna be wearing some. Uh, some Ciccone's or the, doc, Dockers or something. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I thought there was a lot of funny stuff in it. But like overall, eh. But I thought the Mike Tyson shit was like so much better. <laughs> yeah. Are they going to have uh, a match? We'll see. <laughs> right, yeah. So. Okay. So more of the bad. I'm sorry, everybody. But uh, so the Arn Anderson and Jake the Snake Roberts promo where, you know, Lance Archer would love to knock Mike Tyson out, blah, 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 this and that, and then Jericho gets the match? Everybody, everybody. Listen, everybody wants to fight Mike Tyson. Nobody wants to fight title holders or anything like yeah. that. They don't want to for titles. They're like, listen, so, we want Mike Tyson. So, I guess when people hear this, uh, what match will they have? I mean, you can't have a brawl for all. If you've seen, <laughs> if you've seen a recent video of Mike Tyson, my man is not not playing when it comes to them the rights and lefts. So, like, yeah, the Judas effect ain't going, you know, hold up well for an uppercut. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> Tyson, uh, 50, 60 something. Flexing his thousands of muscles at Chris Jericho, <laughs> like he's in way better shape. Um, what kind of Matt? Like, what are they doing with Mike Tyson? Like, I get that they're capitalizing on you know his resurgence and his popularity, but like, are we gonna have a match? Are we gonna have a street fight? No DQ, you know, some shenanigans going on here. What are we doing? Ah, oh, man. Let's get into NXT real fast, man. <laughs> As predicted by the show, Drake Maverick was going to move on. Mm-hmm. Like, in, a, in, in very con- good fashion. Very very controversial fashion because uh looks like Kushida got gypped. But on second mm-hmm. thought, looking at the replay, like, Drake Maverick was just crafty. Yeah. He was crafty and he got it, so it's going to be him. This is Phantasma. I think Drake wins. I mean, come on. How could he not? Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> if you don't win, I got a whole problem. I got a big problem with this tournament, buddy. Uh, and I don't think it's to, you know, I don't think it's going to be to the detriment of uh, Drake Mavid. Like, I don't see him having a long title reign if he does win it. Uh, and he said, like, Kushida's next in line when they have a, a title match. So, I don't see him beating Kushida uh, 
one on one clean again because Kushida's already uh you know in that triple threat Kushida already uh you know he already knows his game with the uh with the tricky pin uh off the submission so what is Drake Maverick gonna do now? So moving on from that, Mia Yim and Keith Lee got had jokes. They were joking on Johnny and Candace Hard. Mia was joking yeah. on Candace for not knowing how to dye her hair and not having <laughs> no belts. You got no belts. And yep, then, and she doesn't either, but hey man. And then, got the jokes off. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> you know what you're right. But hey man, like Jokes over facts, man. Yeah, jokes over facts. <laughs> and then Keith Lee joking on Johnny for like being very vain and like uh and then Tegan Knox coming in with the pizza, that was hilarious. It's <laughs> funny. And I like that they they live in Orlando. So you telling me that Candace went I mean uh Tegan went all the way to uh yeah, to get pizza and bring it back. That's some making the band type <laughs> stuff. Yeah, shit right man. There. Like, you know what I mean? I need you to go to Cleveland real fast. Give me a Gargano pizza. Oh, my God. Um, I thought that segment was really funny. Uh, really good. Um, it's, it's, get, uh, it's announcing matches. So, I don't really... I, I thought it was really good. And, you know, it, set, it, it even set up more stuff for the future mm-hmm. which i uh which i like so like there's no there's not going to be a gray uh a gray area after Mia Yim beats uh i mean after Candace beats Mia Yim that's just how i th- that's just how i see it going uh uh Candace being very disappointed in Tegan Knox by talking to the uh talking to her op <laughs> yeah we're getting listen man we are getting Keith Lee versus Johnny Gargano, a certified five starver. Mm-hmm. That's gonna happen. Like I am excited for that. I'm probably most excited for that on the end of your house card, other than Carry On versus uh, Champa. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you feel about Chelsea Green tagging up with Charlotte against Io and Rhea? Um, you know what the PS4 beep sound like? Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah that that was that was my response to it. I think Chelsea's gonna be one of the big heels in NXT, especially yeah, when we were um, talking about like a lot of people moving up. She's definitely mm-hmm. one of the big heels. Uh, Charlotte doing uh, you know, her her weekly community service. <laughs> um. Put, putting uh, Chelsea Green on and getting her a number, uh, a win on the board against two uh, two big competitors. How do you feel about t- like EO taking the pin there? Um, it was crafty. It was very shitty. Uh, so you know, real heel stuff. Um, I just think it's too. I think it's just for us to like hate Charlotte more. Because <laughs> I think if, if she would have uh, if she would have pinned Ripley, like people wouldn't like really be as upset. So I don't know, man. Hopefully, hopefully EO brings it home, man. Listen, man, we got what two uh, women segments again? Listen, and this goes to both AEW and NXT. When somebody is doing a dive, 
please catch them. Shochi oh. did a coffin drop, and did, nobody uh-huh. caught her. She just landed on her head. I was like, oh, my God. Hey, man, do dumb moves, get dumb prizes, because I hate the coffin drop. Uh, I don't even think that really does it anymore. I haven't seen yeah, like Yeah, I hate the coffin drop, and Darby Allen misses the coffin drop like 80% of the time. And that's probably being generous. It's like probably 90. Uh, so seeing that, I was just like, that's like seeing the whole thing. I was just like, that's ridiculous. Uh, Raquel is a very, you know, she's fit, man. She's huge. She definitely should have caught her there. Like, I think she definitely should have got a lot of the, uh, the impact uh, uh, off Dakota there. But, um, yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully she's okay. Uh, she said she's going to do it again, <laughs> I guess. Uh, I went on Instagram, and then uh, was just like, you say you're going to do this again, but don't do that again. <laughs> and I agree with her. Or at least just, like, look before you leap, please. Like, that was scary. I was like, oh, my God. Like, she just... <laughs> I, yeah. On it, like, you know, like, I just wouldn't do it again. I just wouldn't. To finish it up, the cage fight. Matt Riddle and Timothy Thatcher, a presumed, presumed uh, Matt Riddle's uh, send-off, NXT send-off. That was, it was a, uh, you know, Timothy Thatcher bleeding. How? How many stars? Too many. For, for me? <laughs> or like not enough, you know, for this I, match. I went, I went at least. To me, I went at least a, a four minimum, because like four. I think that's too low. I I went I thirty. Thirty stars. Like now we're on on Meltzer uh, scale where like we had a scale. And now we're going like crazy. It hey, was, man. Was... On the Cyrus scale, on that's a one to five, this match is a 30. <laughs> what, this was, is Thatcher lost definitely. Two teeth? Like, was that like, did that rate the brutality? Let's fucking go. <laughs> when he lost his teeth, whew, I was just like, this, this is getting ridiculous that was a very cigar-ish. Uh, yeah but like i i think it's less i think it was like less severe than cesaro's because like uh the match stipulation we kind of like knew that like this is going to be like a very like fight like it's going to be like a cage fight rather than like in the cesaro thing it was just like a tag match and you know it came from him bashing his face against uh the ring post, but like not human contact. So I, I guess like it's a little different. But um, bro, it would look ugly. Like, yeah, that's like your... they zoomed in on that. Oh yeah, Thatcher really lost his teeth. My goat. <laughs> this man, blood in his mouth, just pouring out teeth in somebody else's hand. The doctor asked him, "Can you continue?" He said, "Yeah, yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all right. I'm cool. Yeah, I'm sorry. Let me just shake it off. Yeah, just a couple teeth." I didn't have much to begin with. Fuck it. Thatcher is victorious with a choke out. Like, damn, Riddle, like... Fire. I mean, it had to go that way. 
it couldn't have been like some regular thing. Like Duh. somebody had to basically the fact the fact that they didn't do the thing where, you know, Kurt Angle like lifts the hand and it goes like one, you know, it goes limp on like the one and two, and then for the three, Riddle's like hanging on and it just came to a stop. Turn that the fuck up. <laughs> Turn that the fuck up. I mean, he was bashing. He was bashing Matt Riddle. Like, what I liked is that, like, it protected Riddle because, like, he's bashing his head against the cage first, and he puts him back in a chokehold, and Riddle fights it off, does it again, and then like it's just too much for Riddle. It shows like how much of a tough badass Matt Riddle is before he moves to SmackDown, I guess. And then Timothy Thatcher's there. He's he's ready to go too. Like that. I'm excited for Timothy Thatcher's like future in NXT. Yeah. Um they definitely did him, you know, they did the they did good for him. Uh they get they did good by Riddle and him. I love the match. Uh I would love I would love to see more of it. Yeah, man. Uh Hey man, who who would you put in the fight pit next? This is just an NXT. Um, yeah, just an just NXT and NXT UK. Let's say, uh, let's just expand it to uh, both NXT brands. Oh, you got to go, uh, Walter and I would say Walter. Why not Walter and Thatcher? <laughs> yeah, um, I like. I would like to see Danny Birch and Timothy Thatcher in it. Walter, uh, Oni Lorkin, you know, just get all the like, get all the fucking British dudes in there and just like let them brawl. Uh, get Tyler Bate in there. Uh, damn, man, I love the fight pit. <laughs> I need more of that. They gotta bring that back eventually. Like, keep it, keep it going, please. I, f- I feel like win. I definitely think it's a one-off, but uh, damn, man, I love the fight pit. That shit's hard. Before we go, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about Hannah Kimura. Um, I know, I, I know, I know, we're ending on a downer note, but and, and I didn't want to do that, but I just thought about it, and I know that. You know, when you and I talk off air and like you introduced me to stardom and you introduced me to Hannah Kimura and I started watching her, man, like it's tragic. She was a star. She was only 22 years old. She was going to be, you know, when you watch wrestling for so long, you get a sense of like who has it, like who's going to be the next person. Like when you saw Finn Balor and like Prince Devitt, you knew. You know what I mean? Like, all right, he's got it. Like, you see, like, a Roman Reigns. All right, he's got it. You know what I mean? Hannah Kimura, like, it's sad because she was the only... She was just getting started. And then, like, we've talked about how toxic wrestling culture can be. Uh, And unfortunately, this was compounded off of her being on Terrence House. Uh, and, and what they were saying about just, her, just a uh, fucking reality show. Which they canceled. Um, by the way, uh, they they canceled the current season, but like people are people are looking like the think pieces are out trying to uh, cancel the show in general, and I'm for it, honestly. Um, yeah, man, Hanukkah uh 
probably one of my favorite stardom wrestlers uh, out uh, since, like, I would say since her death, uh, you know, it kind of ma- it, it kind of made watching Double or Nothing a little harder for me. Like, I I, I wasn't really like interested in watching wrestling. Um, I I I like there hasn't like so far a day hasn't gone by where like my mind just goes, yeah, man, she gone, man. And you know, uh, it just, it just really sucks. Um, uh, it, it, it's really unfortunate. Like younger than me, uh, got bullied off of like a fabricated, you know, storyline in a fucking reality show. People just being dumb and don't know the difference between TV and reality. Um, she, she was doing great stuff with, uh, Tokyo cyber squad, um, bringing in a lot of new wrestlers and, you know, just being the nicest person in the world to those people in her stable and even out of it, you know, the outpour of love, uh, you know, outside of the ring for her. Um, I just wanted to see her succeed, man. Um, and I think stardom losing like six major players. Yeah. Uh, Hazuki just stops wrestling. Doesn't even use Twitter anymore. She just stops. Uh, Kengetsu retires. Ariza has to retire due to concussion. Uh, no, uh, neck issues. Uh, Hannah Kimura, the worst of them all, death. Uh, and then, you know, uh, Miyagi, uh, they just didn't do right by her, so she's gone as well. Um, yeah, man. Uh, shit sucks, man. Makes me it, it makes it makes me really like very sad. If you are hurting out there right now, especially you know the pandemic has basically put emphasis on a lot of people being alone, and like when you're alone, like you you don't escape those dark thoughts. Don't stay in those dark rooms by yourself. Reach out for help. <clears throat> Talk to somebody, please. Like we need you here. Uh, as you know that Tokyo Cyber Squad slogan says, "Everyone is different. Everyone is good." And um, yeah, man, man. that—that's all I can say. It's terrible, you know. I—I've I, uh, <laughs> I, I, been—I've been sad about it literally every single day since it's happened. I—I uh, I just, you know, being a big fan of Stardom, I just—I just don't know how I'm just not gonna think about it anymore, you know. Uh, well, thank very, you for like introducing me to her and like introducing yeah, me to stardom and opening up that world. You know what I mean? Like, it, she definitely was a light, and she'll com- she'll continue to be a light. You know what I mean? Like, and I hope that like especially with wrestling and certain people getting called out for certain things about women's wrestlers this week that we get our act <clears> together, <throat> man. We, you know what I mean? Like these people, these are people. Uh, outside of this, like, you know, like, yeah, Sonia Deville is Dana uh, Bellandaro, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, the, the... Lexi Kaufman, like, these are real people, they play characters, you know what I mean? Like, when you yeah. say stuff about their appearances and their ages and stuff like that, that hurts. Alexa went through stuff, like, she 
went through bulimia yeah. and issues like that. Or yeah, like, and you know, uh, I, you know, pay 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 your respects as you will. But uh, seeing seeing Meltzer talk about, um, you know, let's not bully people, or you know, like let's let's try to be better when wrestling journalists are like literally the worst of the worst. Uh, when it comes to talking about women on here, uh, or just like women in general, um, and then like uh, that JD whatever guy as well. Um, I I hate I I hate to see the bullies the bullies come out and be like oh we have to be better, but uh, that that's a different conversation. But like rest in peace, Hannah Kamara forever, man. Tokyo Cyber Squad, yes, fucking yes, sir. sir. Uh, Rest in peace, man. That does it for our show this week. Uh, we are getting closer to uh, in your house. Uh, we'll probably next week we'll have our prediction show because it's the seventh. It's right around the corner, and then it's going to be a dope card too. So, like, uh, I'm excited to see that. As always, um. you can follow us at RT Radio Live on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. This week we got a new episode of the First Responders. They talk about all all that Dolja Cat stuff and <laughs> all of it. This is new album. The, this is like the weirdest week ever. <laughs> From Dolja Cat stuff to Gunna doing whippets. <laughs> uh, to this. Yeah, to this. You know, uh, Jesus Christ, man. Uh, I'm not looking forward to next week. <laughs> New episode of the Lookout to talk about Charizard versus Magmar. Uh, new episode of uh, the preview episode about uh, My Hero Academia. Of course, Manny's back. He's talking about what I am not a genius. Talk about Apple Music's upcoming fifth birthday. I don't know. A lot of people are switching to Spotify. <laughs> but... A lot. Uh... A lot of people are switching to Spotify right now because Apple Music is just not doing the thing. Uh, Mark has extreme, extreme OCD. So uh, him editing his library is very important to him. So I don't see him switching over. But uh, last night, I got uh, I got an email from Spotify. And if Apple Music does the updated shit... Um, we you know, will be, you will be taking our talents. Taking our talent. Yeah, yeah. New episode of a show. Of course, they pay tribute to also the can of Kimura Shad. Uh, recipe mm-hmm. Shad too, man. Uh, they talk about last ride. Yeah. Talk about Gulak coming back or on SmackDown. Nelson Chad with Nelson is back. He's talking to his childhood friend Stan. That's a good episode there. Uh, we got the Rocket Noodles anime theme playlist up as well. Good playlist, man. Um, Big Eyes Podcast is talking about My uh, Hero Academia and Promised Neverland. There's a special episode of The Black Variant where uh, Feeny and, and Justin are on there with X. And they talk about the infamous oh boy, infamous uh, <laughs> Avengers the, Endgame. Oh, yeah. Uh, very, very funny episode. I highly recommend everybody listen to that. And uh, before we sign off, uh, I am, of course, Johnny, Cyrus, Henry Cavill's coming back as Superman, everybody. Uh, we will 
We will talk to you next week. Everybody be good. Stay safe. Please. Uh, please. Um, general podcast stuff like rate and subscribe or whatever yes. uh, for visibility and stuff like that. So, you know, if you just a little goes a long way, just tapping five is enough. <laughs> uh, leave, a, leave a review if you like share uh, you know show love yes show love and everything man stay safe we'll talk to you next week